Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 13. Verse 24 going on in our text says, But in those days after that oppression, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the sky. So you see, from our text we know that things in those days are going to go from bad to worse. The earth and mankind will not recover this time. Babylon will fall. And much to the shock of all those who believed in it, so intently they believed in this world system and had invested their lives in its future. Now, many have predicted the end of the world with dates that have come and gone. So-called messiahs, quote-unquote, have appeared on the scene only to disappear just as quickly. However, when the end comes and the real Messiah appears, there will no doubt be clear for everyone to see it. No, there'll be no doubt about it. The language throughout this whole passage (coughs) can be somewhat ambiguous. But we get the point, don't we? What we are told is apparently just what we need to hear and just what we need to know, nothing more. The issue before us is not meant to be a puzzle or a riddle to be further deciphered. We aren't called to superanalyze the text and start focusing on conducting prophecy conferences to discuss the whole matter. What we are told here is to motivate us to action on our part, not to motivate us to analytical study. Our lowly Nazarene will again return the conquering king. But then again, he always was the conquering king. Just few recognized him as such. Verse 28 of our text says, Now from the fig tree, learn this parable. When the branches become tender and produces its leaves, you'll know that the summer is near. Even so, you also, when you see these things come to pass, know that it is near at the door. Most certainly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all things happen. I wonder, today, what are we looking for in all of these prophecies? To know the information and to do nothing? Well, that's simple foolishness. The warnings are to pay attention to the signs so that we might know when our exit is near. This generation, quote unquote, that means more in its original sense than what it means to us today. It means also nation and or the word race. So although Jesus was indeed speaking to his disciples here, he was also directing his comments to the whole of the Jewish nation. In scripture, the fig tree, quote-unquote, is a symbol 
or a type of the nation of Israel. The leaves, if you will, came forth in 1948 as Israel became a nation once again. The nation of Israel certainly has had its ups and downs. Often it seemed there would be no more. No doubt that is a part of the plan of Satan through the vehicles of modern-day anti-Semitism and the Holocaust and Islamic persecution, and the list goes on. For if they did indeed cease to exist, well, then the prophecies of God would cease also. And that's exactly what Satan wants. Verse 31, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. None of God's words will fail. God's chosen people will not pass away. The heavens and the earth will sooner cease to exist than his words. This is a reassuring truth in a world where lies they flow like rain. Verse 32 says, But of that day or that hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, keep alert, and pray, for you don't know when the time is. So let's read those words very carefully today. That day and hour, speaking of his return, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven. Not even the sun. And verse 33 says, you do not know when the time is. Now, herein we have some emphatic clarity, yet it is amazing to see both individuals and religious institutions still attempting to predict and declare dates concerning these events. We are not to attempt to predict when, rather we are simply to pay careful attention and watch for him and pray. Watch, keep alert, and pray, verse 33. Now in verse 34 we read, It is like a man traveling to another country, having left his house and given authority to his servants and to each one his work, and also commanded the doorkeeper to keep watch. So let's look at the picture that's presented here. Firstly, we gather that we have been given some sort of real authority by the head of the house. Now that's great, but please make note we are still servants We are still the servants. And what do servants do? Well, primarily, they serve. The language here cannot be avoided. We are left with our work to do. Work? Ah, that is a word seldom uttered in the modern church today. User-friendly churches are overflowing as pastors move to give the people what they want, and certainly work is not on the menu. Service to the Lord well has been wholly abandoned in our day. We have replaced such with a what-can-Jesus-do-for-me church. Let us now take note of the words of Christ, one of dozens of similar directives. We are the servants, the bond slaves, and have been left here to do his work to care for his house. So let's just do our job. 
Verse 35 of our text says, Watch therefore, for you don't know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he might find you sleeping. What I tell you, I tell all. Watch. Watch. A word that specifically implies watching with alertness and staying awake. I guess this warning calls us to be attentive. Why is such caution given herein? Why such emphatic caution? Well, I believe it's because our Lord knows us. He knows that we can tend to start out with such an earnest fervor, but with time we begin to grow slack in our commitment and in our zeal. We can begin to doze a little. How many of us are sleeping today? That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.